Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, my friends. And of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with the Premier League action where Leeds United beat Norwich at Carrow Road. That can't be right, can it? Norwich lost. Hmm, strange. And in the Claret and Blue Derby, no one calls it that. Mm, they do now. West Ham beat Aston Villa. This was the fallout on TalkSport. Villa 1, West Ham 4. Thanks to goals from Johnson, Rice, Fornells and Bowen, West Ham have drawn themselves level on points with third place Manchester City in the Premier League table. It really was men against boys as David Moyside controlled the game from the outset. We got a good result away from home at Villa Park. It was it was a tough game, even at 10 men, you know, it was tough. I thought when we were 1-0 up we had chances to do better and we, we didn't do as well as we should have done. So there's a level of disappointment with bits of our performance, not a level of disappointment with the result and just tells you how far we've actually Come, really. The decision making in the final third was poor for much of the 90 and it's still very clear that they haven't replaced the creativity of Jack Grealish. It's a fourth successive defeat for them. We lacked that intensity. They scored a poor goal to be honest. You know, We, we should have doubled up better on the fullback when he's cut inside and uh, we probably should have saved the second goal. So I thought the response after 15 minutes was good and the crowd got behind us then and um, we felt that we could have got back into that game. We've got Dean Smith on our monitor. He's clearly irate by the decision. It's a free kick on the the edge of the area. Conta has seen red for denying a goal scoring opportunity. Poor decision, wrong decision. Referee sees it on the pitch in real time. Uh, he takes a touch away from goal. Uh, I've been to see the referee and asked him why and he said he, because he was in on goal and the ball was moving towards the goal, which clearly it wasn't after I've seen it back. So disappointed with that, but I thought the wrongdoing of the actual sending off probably galvanised us a little bit because I thought we, we played well for 20-25 minutes after that. Norwich won, Leeds two, Leeds out of the bottom three and they came out on top and what was a tremendous second half here, all the goals coming and a mad five minute spell after the break. You have to say it's a self-funding club and, and when you have to work with many young players and many lone players in such a group because we don't have the financial opportunities like other clubs, it's difficult for us and you can't give a guarantee anyhow but it's more like if it's not enough in this way to perform us in to be perhaps even the better side today to put lots of workload in because you're lacking a bit of quality then there's just one answer we will work even harder so there is no white flag their problems continue they are now eight points clear of safety at this early stage of the campaign you have to say so when you're always unlucky then it's also a bit lack of uh, lack of quality and you know, what we have to add so uh, we have to add a bit more quality in both boxes yeah this is a bit the story of our season so far 
Lazy and lacking in many qualities. That's no way to talk about Max Rushton's warm-up show on a Sunday, is it? Oh, hold on. Sorry, my mistake. That's Tony Cascarino describing Tottenham Hotspur after the defeat to Manchester United, the mighty Manchester United, on game day. Now, more on that shortly, but first, this is Cass warning Nuno Espirito Santo, or NES as no one calls him, that he can't avoid the Harry Kane problem anymore. Harry Kane's dropped deep, given the ball away, and now Manchester United have got it back again. And Kane, let's be honest, Kane has not influenced how, the game. How often have you heard that? Harry Kane being booed? Rude Hullett did that to Alan Shearer at Newcastle. Left him out, and the fans went crazy because he was a hero. He hadn't asked for a transfer, but he was still the hero on the terraces. That's not the case for Nuno now. Now there'll be a number of Tottenham fans who don't think he deserves the right to be in the team because he hasn't played even close. Look, and he's had it only stripes. He's been brilliant for them. At the moment, Harry Kane is not even close to a reflection of how good he can be. And that is a problem for Nuno. Nuno can't avoid this problem anymore. And Manchester United lead by three goals to nil. And Tottenham Hotspur have been battered, bruised and booed at home. Their fullbacks stayed yesterday because they were obviously conscious of being countered by Manchester United. So obviously both sides, Royale didn't get particularly forward, nor did Ben Davis. That doesn't come with creating chances. I think you could probably say Human Son run the most out of all the forwards. But they feel like a lazy team to me. Many times we've had the conversation of bodies in the 18-yard box. You know, you've got to get bodies in danger areas to cause problems, makes defence think of things to do can I pick him up do I need to go somewhere else I think they lack in all them them qualities to be a successful side time now for Darren Ambrose's boot room with Darren Bent and Alex Cook he won't be happy with that Benty you know what I was all for Nuno before he came in I thought yeah listen let's let's go another way let's get a manager that's done well at Wolves had a poor season when he lost Jimenez so I thought yeah let's let's give him an opportunity I do think it's clear at the moment that he is out of his depth a little bit some of the decisions he's making. And it's, it, he seems a nice guy, but as you said, Crookie, it doesn't look like the players are playing for him as much. We started really well. After international break, we had problems. And since then, we've been up and down. One game, good. Not too many games, so good. We're not able to sustain our levels of performance. We're inconsistent. The question is, who do you get in? Who do you get in? I would go all out for Graham Potter. Now, after Brighton's brilliant, fantastic, wonderful 2-2 draw, against Liverpool at Anfield on game day. Many pundits have lavished praise on the Seagulls. No one even says things like that. And Tony Cascarino thinks Graham Potter is becoming a top manager. Tossard round the keeper. It's 2-2. Leandro Tossard equalises for Brighton over Albion. The way I see it, I see a manager that knows his team. He's growing with his side. He's continually trying to improve. They have a bit of everything. They've got two centre-halves. I mean, Shane Duffy was discarded. He was mm. off, to, off to Celtic and didn't do particularly well there. Come back. And Grand Potts found a way of putting him back in the team. Fair play to a manager, you know, that could have gone, well, you're not for me, son, elsewhere. They've had their issues. They overplay a little bit. Basuma in midfield's a terrific player. And I know it's been muted that Liverpool are interested in him, but he's a real dynamic midfielder that can really get around the pitch and make things happen. It was a bit unlucky at the post yesterday. So they've got lots of good things. I mean, Solly March is a player I've always really liked. Mope was left out yesterday for tactical reasons, you know, because he wanted to go a different way. He's shown that he's got a lot of, you know, strings to his bow. 
What an incredible save that was from Arsenal's Aaron Ramsdale against Leicester City on game day. If you don't believe me, this is how it sounds. It's pointless playing it because it's just someone getting excited about a save. An astonishing save by Aaron Ramsdale to keep out James Madison's free kick. Top, top draw. Anyway, former Manchester United Nasta Villa goalkeeper Mark Bozzy Bosnich thinks that the Gunners stopper is playing like England's number one. If you don't do the basics right, you know, if you can't pass the ball 10, 15 metres, if you don't cover for your teammates, if you're not willing to match the will of the other team and run as hard, tactics don't mean absolutely nothing. And that comes down with goalkeeping as well. You can have everything really well set up, tactically superb. You're playing lovely football, keeping the ball. The goalkeeper at the other end could be outstanding. Your goalkeeper could chuck a couple in and that's it. It's mm. all over. Then you're looking back, you know, after you've been sacked three weeks later, only if. So it's so important that players play to their best of their ability. And he was he was outstanding yesterday. I looked at him yesterday and I thought, that's England's number one at the moment. Arsenal's number one, Aaron Ramsdale. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? We're all good. Listen, first and foremost, how's your back after that save? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my back's not too, it's not too bad, thank you. We had Mark Bosnidge on TalkSport this morning on The Breakfast Show saying that you should be England number one. Have you got your, your eyes on that one? I think I've got to get a cap first. <laughs> um, a lot of people in sort of the news are saying that I've set my sights on England's number one and, and stuff. And of course, that's the end goal. But Sam and Jordan at the moment, over the past two camps, and I've played the game. So first of all, I've got to get myself a cap whenever that comes. And then, to be honest, it's it's all about playing well with Arsenal. So I think the England stuff comes along with playing well for your team. But if it does happen, it's going to be very hard because... Jordan's been phenomenal with, with England and um, I thought he was one of, if not our best player in the summer, so um, I think it's going to be really difficult. On the subject of joining in with fans, obviously quite a lot was made of you singing along with the Leicester fans <laughs> when, when they were barracking you taking <laughs> goal kicks. Was that spontaneous? Yeah, I just thought, you know what, well, we'll just go along with it. I've missed it over the course of COVID. So, like I said, I feel like it just makes me play better. It makes me prove a point, another chance to prove someone wrong. And it raises my concentration levels, especially if I know, if I'm giving a bit to them and then I make a mistake, I know I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered. So <laughs> it makes makes me more concentrated that I can't, I can't let anything happen if I'm giving them a bit of banter as well. Now the world of football was saddened last week to learn of the passing of Rangers great Walter Smith. A special podcast hosted by Jim White is now available on the TalkSport Game Day feed. Here, Jim tells a story about a run-in with Paul Gascoigne and Walter. Walter and I had many, many, many friendly exchanges over the years, but on one occasion I do remember, Gaza had done a Gaza and had disappeared on Rangers uh-huh. for a few days. I think he'd been over in America. And then we were all, as part of the, the chasing media pack, I was amongst them. And I was with a cameraman outside Gaza's house after Gaza had uh, chosen to return to Scotland. And I was on the intercom saying, Gaza, it's me, it's Jim White. I'm outside with a cameraman. What do you think? Can we get in? And then a few minutes later, Gaza's like, yeah, come in, come in. So I ended up in Gaza's kitchen with a cameraman and I'm about to make my move for the interview when Gaza took a call on his phone and then the colour drained from his face and he said, uh, Jim, have a word, it's Walter. I was like, what? What? Don't put him on. And the next thing, the phone was passed to me and I took the phone and I thought, well, I'll just go in the front foot here. And I said, Walter, good evening. And Walter said, Jim, good evening. Get out. (laughs) And of course, don't forget to download the TalkSport app and simply head to the Game Day podcast icon to hear that Walter Smith special. 
On now to Danny Kelly and the gang on Andy Goldstein's Transgroup Express. It's being reported now, according to Le Parisien in, in France, that some inside uh, PSG are considering exploring the possibility of rescinding uh, Sergio Ramos's contract. Now, I'm saying this, isn't, this isn't something that's definitively happened or has happened. Let's be very clear. Uh, the exact quote is that uh, the early confidence about his signing has, has waned uh, so much so that a possible contract recession, whilst not considered a major priority, is not totally add out of the question as some at PSG recognised that the move from Real Madrid was a mistake. So he's just not been able to get fit and uh, he hasn't played for for PSG yet. He has a persistent muscle issue. Now, he he was supposed to train with the squad uh, this week, but of course he hasn't been able to have any game time yet. So again, it's not something that's definitely happening, but it is reportedly something they're looking into. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. You know the rules by now. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. You know those rules as well. I'm getting bored saying it, but you're not getting bored pressing it. I mean, you only have to do it once. If you did it loads of times, you'll get bored, but once. Just just do it, all right? Anyway, I'm back on one of my shows tonight on TalkSport from 10pm alongside the fun boy Jason Cundy. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Gosling TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get Until then, thanks for listening. Have a magical day. Yeah, magical day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.